Hi, I'm Minister Kenny McRae. And I'm Prophetess Kay McRae. And we are Broken Clay Ministry of Phoenix City, Alabama. Bama, Bama, Bama. Hello, my name is Prophetess Kay McRae of Broken Clay Ministry, Phoenix City, Alabama. This is the second podcast teaching of Trauma 911, Healing of the Wounded Soul. In April 2016, while in prayer, the Holy Spirit gave me this assignment to minister continually until he instructed me to change the message. There will be several podcast teachings to follow, and this is my prayer that you receive the healing, deliverance, and understanding as you hear these messages. The title of this message is Trauma 911, The Healing of the Wounded Soul. We will begin this podcast at where we left off in the development of the scripture, 3 John 2, that teaches, Beloved, I wish above all things that thy mayest prosper and be in health even as thy soul prospereth. This scripture is composed of three main components that are referring to the three compartments of the soul. This scripture points us to what we receive when we enter salvation or a life of being saved. Now, as I read 3 John 2 again, listen closely. Beloved, I wish above all things that thy mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. The three components of this reference are, one, thou mayest prosper, two, be in health, three, soul prospers. Now, let's pause for a minute and look at salvation as presented in the two scriptures, in these two scriptures. The first mentioned of the word salvation is introduced in the book of Genesis. Now, remember, as we study the word of the Lord, When we see something mentioned for the first time, we need to pay attention to it. So it's first mentioned the word salvation in Genesis 39, verse 18. And it says, I have waited for your salvation, O Lord. The Hebrew meaning of this word is something saved, deliverance, aid, victory, prosperity, health, help, and welfare. Philippians 2 and 12 comes along and it teaches that we are to work out our own soul salvation with fear and trembling. This is a great scripture where one should pause and think, what does that really mean? When we accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior and we enter into salvation, we are now saved by the shed blood of Jesus Christ and the finished work of the cross or Christ, meaning the ministry of the cross and Greek meaning for the word salvation, according to the Strong's Concordance, means to be rescued, safety, delivered, and health. Now, both the Old Testament and the New Testament definitions are extremely parallel in meaning, regardless of the time. And today, the meaning is still the same. Now that that backdrop has been painted, Let's move forward and return to our scripture of 3 John 2. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. 
In his teaching of Trauma 911, The Healing of the Wounded Soul, we will begin to blend and fold in the three compartments of reference from these scriptures. And these three components are, remember, number one, thy mayest prosper. Two, be in health. Three, soul prospers. You see, the soul of a man is very important that everything about him or her filters over into every part of that person's being and identity. Being that the soul consists of the mind, the will, and the emotions. If any part of the mind is wounded or is suffering from trauma, it would negatively affect one's prosperity, health, balance, and emotional stability that will adversely affect wholeness of one's soul. You see, the spirit of God is perfect, but the soul of man is not because man was born in sin and shaped in iniquity. And that is talked in Psalms 51 and the fifth verse. So far as we have learned, the soul affects every area of man, be it wounded or healed. That is why we must take on the mind of Christ that would lead you to ask the question, what is the mind of Christ? For example, having the mind of Christ means that we are to view life from the perspective of the values and desires that Christ taught us in his word. It also means to think godly thoughts and not take on the thoughts or ways of the world. Remember, we live in this world, but we are not of this world. To walk upright in righteousness and pull down, pluck up, and root out all thoughts that do not line up with the word of God. Also, when we take on the mind of Christ, we learn to depend on God and have love and compassion in our hearts for our fellow man. To live a life of prayer, submission, and honesty to God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit also include being honest with you about you. And most importantly, is to live a life where our created purpose is to bring glory to God, who is the creator of mankind and all things. Another area of thinking on the mind of Christ is coupled with having humility, being obedient and having obedience, and a desire to help brothers and sisters become free. Once we have become free. When taking on the mindset of Christ, our value system, thought process, and our walk in Christ encounters a paradigm shift that lines up with the revelation of the finished work of the cross. Now that paradigm shift points us or directs us to the completed ministry of Christ and the abundant life we have in him. He came to give us what? Abundant life and life more what? Abundantly. Now, just, just pause and think about that for a minute. Selah. Think on it. Hmm. It is by and through the ministry of the cross that Jesus fulfilled his earthly mission of offering salvation unto men, as found in Luke 19 and 10, where it says, for the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Now, as stated above, we were born in sin and shaped in iniquity. That is why we need salvation 
and it is only found in the name of Jesus and in Christ, the finished work of the cross. We must know and realize that everything about our faith and belief in God the Father, Jesus the Son, and the Holy Spirit is all by faith and supernatural. We are all supernatural beings living in a fleshly body. Now, when we go back to the book of Genesis, meaning the beginning, according to Genesis 1 and 27 in the New Living Version, so God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them, male and female, he created them. Also in Genesis 2 and 7, and the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. Mm, that's the mind, the will, and the emotions. He was born supernaturally. We were created, fashioned, formed by God to be in the image of God. But we also became not only flesh, but we became a living soul. See, these two scriptures establishes that we are made in the image of God and we are indeed supernatural creations and we are supernatural living, breathing, operating in, flowing out from, through the power of the Holy Spirit, a supernatural life, living in a fleshly body, but living out a supernatural experience in the natural. What a mighty God we serve. Now, to talk about the supernatural side of man, let's now focus on the birth of Christ, of Jesus. Jesus was born of a woman named Mary. That's right. He became a part of mankind as Jesus in the flesh, but God with us and dwelling with us, but God at the same time to show us a more excellent way. And in that, Jesus had a mind. He had a soul. Although he was supernatural of an experience, he had a mind. And his mind was that of the mind of God, for he was God. He had a will, and his will was whatever my father tell me to do, that I do. I will to do the will of my father. Remember, that's the obedience part. And he had emotions, and he showed his emotions. And he wept at the death of his dear friend, Lazarus. Oftentimes, he wept over the condition of Israel and Jerusalem. He also showed great emotions when he turned over the money table and whipped and beat them out of the temple. And he said, my house shall not be a house of thieves, but a house of prayer. The purpose of all of these accounts is to show that Jesus came in the flesh as a man, but walked supernatural as God because he is God. We are made in the image of God and we are to learn to be supernatural beings that we are and to allow our soul to be healed, delivered, and set free. To be who we are and who we are created to be and to walk in divine purpose of wholeness in every area of our soul. And the soul is, again, the mind, the will, and the emotions. Now let's go back to 3 John 2. Beloved, 
I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Compartment number one, thy mayest prosper. What does that mean? Okay, it means to be successful in business, in all of your affairs, the things that you do, your journeys, your going out and your coming ins, and relationships. God wants all of us to be successful as taught in Proverbs 10 and 22. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich, and he addeth no sorrow with it. And according to another version of the CEV Bible, it says, when the Lord blesses you with riches, you have nothing to regret. When your mind is in total alignment with the Spirit of God, which is the Word of God, God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Your mind is blessed without having turmoil, sorrow, grief, or regret. See, in podcast one, remember, we talked about the different spirits. Spirits that call or may become a python spirit. Think about a python spirit in the natural. It's big. And what does it do? What does it do? A python, it, it just wraps itself around the victim and it just squeezes and squeezes and squeezes until what? There's no more life in it. Now, for example, we talked about these spirits, the spirit of sorrow and grief, regret and turmoil, or indeed demonic spirits. They are not of God. Component number two, be in health. This is something that we all pray for. And thank God for his eternal mercy and grace in granting us health in our body. A healthy body should always give praise for having a healthy soul. See, you're healthy in body, you're healthy in soul. You're healthy in soul, you're healthy in body. When the mind is healthy in thoughts, the body is healthy in statue. See, when you have a broken mind and you think, I'm sick. I'm going to catch a cold. I'm always this. I'm, I get the flu every year. I don't know. My leg hurt. My back hurt. My everything hurt. And I, my mind keep rehearsing these things that I'm not in good health. Then what happened? The body said, oh, okay, I have to come in alignment with what you're saying. So, okay, I'm going to catch a cold. Oh, yeah, I have the flu. Oh, yes, my back hurt. My leg hurt. My neck hurt. Everything hurt. And it begins to manifest. It shows up. And then there it is. How you think the mind of Christ produces a healthy body. It produces health. Component number three, soul prospers. Okay, this is part of the prayer that speaks to the total man. Remember, he became what? A living soul. That's the mind, the will, and the emotions. That prosperity comes and one is successful in business and in all of his or her affairs and journeys. Remember, you're traveling in and out in your relationships with God, with mankind, and also with yourself. See, once all three of these components line up, wholeness of soul make the man erect in the ability to stand tall in their divine purpose. You can walk in it. It reminds me of Luke 2 in verse 52. This is a different version that you may not have heard, and it's under the NASB version. And Jesus kept increasing 
in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men. You may be familiar with the King James Version that says, And Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man. It's surmising the fullness, the wholeness of a healthy and whole soul. In our next podcast, we will begin to examine the condition of the soul. Now, until next time, this is Minister Kitty McRae. And I'm Prophetess Kay McRae. And we are Broken Clay Ministry of Phoenix City, Alabama. Now, now go, go and, and have, have a, a great, great day, day on purpose. purpose. Oh,